בוקר טוב חבר'ה, let's open up צו אזילוס, פייג' ש"ו, פייג' ש"ו. והלג הפייסצנס חסי יגן עלינו. So today, today I want to put out a very uh, defining question to what we're going to be learning today in this, in this shiur. It's a very powerful, powerful piece here, powerful diary entry. And it might sound like it's coming off as like, like really Kharif Musa. And um, that's okay. That's totally okay, too. <laughs> that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's very real. It's a very real piece today. They always are. But sometimes you come across pieces where you're like, I really got it. I really got it. Up either, either you'll come to the conclusion that you got to up your game or you got to get into the game. that you haven't even been in the game. Upping your game means I'm already playing on the court. Getting into the game means I've been, spec- I've been a spectator. And, and today's piece is more or less going to force us to, to make that decision of have, do I feel like I've been on the court yet or am I, have I just been a spectator? So the Shiloh that I want you to think about is as follows. Did you ever have a godly experience that had nothing to do with you. Just think about that for a second. If you don't understand what that means, you could ask, but... I don't understand. Okay, cool. Did you ever have an interaction with the Ribbona Shleilam? Did you ever experience... This is a better word. Did you ever experience the presence of Hashem Ibarach where it had nothing to do with with you, with a request on your behalf, with beseeching, with anything that had to do with you. But it was literally about God. It was about Hashem. I mean, have you ever been to a chuppah like that? It's not, it could be friends or family, but it's not Great directly, example. Great example. Directly. Great example. Let's, but let's remove anyone in the middle. That's, a, that's an easier example because yeah. it's still, so to speak, about somebody. But here I'm speaking about just about the Ribbon Shleilam, about the presence of the Ribbon Shleilam, about His Majesty, about the bliss of the world. Did it ever move you? Did those experiences ever do anything to you? You don't have to say yes or no, just I want you to think about these things. There are people, many, many people, that their only interaction with experiencing the Ribbon HaShleilam is only based on what they themselves felt in terms of being answered or not, or something to that effect. However, the other thing, what we're trying to bring down here is that it never played a role in their life, ever, ever. Okay, so is the question clear enough? Are you sure? Is, that, is it clear enough? It's a wide sort of idea. What's, what, are, what do you experience that's not you? You know what I mean? Like you're always again, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll say it again. Well, in the context, what we're going to try to understand, and this is very Reb Nachman today, the piece is very, very much Rabbi Nachman. What I'm saying is, is that <clears throat> in our lives, we go through so many moments that we feel close to Hashem. Thank God. It's beautiful. Whether it hurts or whether it feels good. But from all those moments where we feel close to God or far from God, what is it based on usually? 
Your experience of it. Your personal experience of how it affects you. Now, a person can come to the conclusion or can come to an effect of feeling very affected by the experience that doesn't have to do with him after, after the fact. But like Rabbi Nachman says, that if you go to do his bodhidus with an intent of, I'm going to cry in this session, Rabbi Nachman says, even if you end up crying, that wasn't his bodhidus that you were doing. Okay, now, now let's look inside. Ot yud chet. These magical words of the Helega Piyasetzner, Rebbe's Chesil Ganelinu. Im lo ta'amta od et ta'ama shel tefillah, if you have yet to taste the, the taste of prayer, a prayer that is clean from your requests, a prayer that is not about asking Hashem for something. If you have yet to cry, if you have yet to cry, from saying the praises of God, that hasn't happened yet in your life. If you've yet to be moved and wondered and even activated from the sense of speaking from Hashem or to Hashem, which would then cause docheket it would be kind of pushing out and transmitting through your heart and your mind a certain revelation of God that you don't really grasp or yet to know. So he's talking about a, an experience of Hashem You're not speaking. At a certain point, you realize something's coming through you. That you don't masig, that you don't really grasp, that you don't understand, but, but you're very aware that this is happening. So the Rebbe says here, if you've yet to done, have, have ever had any of these things, as bechiyotecha she'ata boche be'et bakashat tzrachecha bilvad, then the tears that you cry, which come down, at moments where you're asking for your own needs, you want to know what they look like in Shemaim? Nirot b'shamayim k'ma'asei yaldut. In Shemaim, it's looking like a ma'asei yaldut. Ma'asei yaldut, it's like a kid on a merry-go-round. It's a, two kids on a seesaw. It looks, it's, it's, it's a joke. Immature. It's a joke. Ha'bocheh u'mevakesh sha'ashu'im ve'egozim. It's like a kid walking around asking for toys or walnuts. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why exactly that's the language of the, of the Rambam. Uh, Shashuim Begozim? Begozim Dafka. I don't remember Shashuim, but then when uh-huh. you're teaching kids and you have to train them what, what's real, you start out giving them first. Ah, uh, uh, thank you, thank you. So do you hear what he just said right now? Based on what we learned right now, Shin Lamedvav, based on what we learned right now, don't, don't raise your hand, okay? <laughs> is anyone, has anyone here yet to be in the game? Okay. 
Just take that in. Just take, just, just take it in. It's a very, very powerful, powerful paragraph. Very powerful paragraph. So the Rebbe continues and he says, Asezot Eifo, do this. Azov al sha'a al shtaim et haolam u'she'ona. Leave the world for a few hours. It's just, just let go. Leave the world. He doesn't mean, God forbid, you know, leave the world. He means, he means azov. All the confines of the world for a second. Leave its armumiyut chokhmata uretsona asher bacha. It's, it's, how would you say this? It's the crookedness of its wisdom which causes you to want certain things based on how the world has you wrapped around its illusion. Okay, the world has you wrapped around its illusion of what's important, what's not important. Gevalt is this piece, Shaykh, to today, to the world of social media. It's unbelievable. Leave all of that. Be alone. Do his boridus, bitboded, be alone on your own. If you're able to, go to a forest. You're in a forest. You see there's a bunch of creations in this forest of Hashem, and I'm one of them too. I'm one of the klal of Hashem's creations that I'm in the midst of. That's all you see yourself. That's all you identify with. There's another creation amongst a bunch of creations of Hashem. With tamimus, tam pashut, v'yachadim Hashemesh v'ayareach, together with the sun and the moon, hatsipurim, the birds, v'chol atzehayar, l'ashir lifnei Hashem. And with the birds and all the atzehayar, all the uh, trees of the forest, start singing before Hashem. They're doing it too. Atzehayar. kol atzehayar, lifnei Hashem. You're, you're, you're one of the other things that is singing before its creator. Bata legalot ulemale et kol haolam migdulato idbarach. So now you've arrived. What have you arrived at? What? It's a bittel. Definitely bittel, but the point here is that you've now arrived at a place where you can begin to reveal and to fill the world of Hashem's gedula. Now, how often, even if the result, like we learned by, in Breslov, we learned that when you do come to Hashem and you do ask for all your needs, you are making Hashem greater in the world because you're showing that all the needs can only, all your needs can essentially only come from the king. Reb Nassim says that actually is making Hashem's covered greater in the world, no doubt. Here, though, this piece is a little bit different. This piece is saying, if that's all you've been busy with until now, you've yet to really reveal God's greatness in the world. So it's, it's, it, 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 could, it could almost be a machloket here between Reb Nassim and the P.S. Etzner. In its shorish, there's no way it's a machloket. But here what he's saying is, oh, now you've arrived? You've come here, you've put yourself, you've placed yourself in this place as being another one of all the other chavah that are busy also revealing God's greatness in the world? Everyone's singing to God? You're one of them too? When the bird is singing to God, is it asking for anything? Nothing. When the flowers are singing to God, are they asking Hashem for anything? No. What are they doing? Sing. They're praising. They're, si- they're not even praising. They're, right, they're just singing. And from that song 
comes as such an amazing revelation of Hashem's Malchus in the world. And the Rebbe is looking at us and saying, have you arrived yet even once in your life? Or do you really want to spend your whole time on earth being like a kid that's walking around and asking for walnuts? Even if you're a person that ends up in tears every single davening because they feel so close to Hashem and you, you need so much from the Rebbe Shleilam and it brings you to tears. So that's a... This is a complete change of how we usually view the concept of what it means to Meloch the way we've learned it until now. <coughs> now he continues. So now, begin. Begin declaring to them. What's lahem? What's Declare to who? To the other creations that are in the field with you. And let the whole world know now, Adon Olam, Yedid Nefesh. Now this is why, this, this is very, very deep, okay? One of, the, one of the most saddest, saddest realities about synagogue experiences, if Mamish puts the sin in synagogue, <laughs> Adon Olam, Hashem, Let me ask you a question. Bemet right now, Okay. I'm going to sing the song again, and I want you to tell me what you feel when I, say, when I sing this song, okay? B'bemet. Adon olam Hashem alach b'terem kol yitzin ivra liyet nasa b'chev tzokol azai melech shemun ikra v'yachadei kichlot akol levado yimloch nora v'hu haya v'hu ove v'hu yiye b'tifara v'hu echad v'en sheni l'am shilo l'achbira b'li reshit Listen to your feelings b'li tachlit v'lo haoz v'am yisra v'hu keli v'chai goli v'tzorchev li b'yitzara v'hu nisi yumanos Please tell me what you felt. Nothing positive. If what did it? Exactly. If what he's words like he's got all these Scottish merits. Like you're saying, it like it's such a. Hopefully not. Yeah, but he's saying. Let, let's stick with what he's saying. Adon Olam. Okay. What? Okay. Now, now, now. Listen. Okay. Adon Olam. If you focused on these words. What you could do with the words of Adon, He's my God, and my Redeemer is alive. afkid ruchi, in his spirit, uh, I, I, in his hands, I place my spirit. ishan I have to tell you something very, very weird. There was a musician, not really a musician, but there was a rapper when I was growing up, whose real name is Calvin Brodus. And I'm sure it's the first time his name is ever mentioned in the show. Have any of you ever heard of him? Calvin Brodus? Okay, he goes by another name. And it's his name, it's, it's, the initials are SDD. And he's very, very, very famous. Yeah, football coach too. 
He is? For Little League. He started a whole Little League. Oh, yeah? yeah? Does anyone know besides him what I'm talking about? Yeah? I definitely don't want to say that name in a show. No? Oh. <laughs> okay? Anyway, filthy Shiba filthy. Unfortunately, this is, of course, some of the stuff we grew up in our, I don't know what it is, our upbringings. <laughs> listening to, okay? I couldn't believe it that it took him, it took me to listen to how he said a verse over and over again that, that was like, made me really wonder, like, wow, that's a very, uh, he like stole one lyric from Adon Olam that made me start, uh, you know, if I should die before I wake, I beg to Lord, my soul, you take. I couldn't believe it. I'm sure you heard that, that, those lyrics in other situations, no? If I should die before I wake. Metallica said it too. Metallica said it too? All right, so what, what's, what's so bizarre, what's so bizarre is that we say that every single Shabbos and some of these, some of these words, they, they absolutely are, are crazy. That's why, for a while, you know, now, Baruch Hashem, we're doing better because we put Anim's Miros earlier in the davening. But Anim's Miros also, why don't Hasidim say Anim's Miros? Do you know how holy the words of Anim's Miros is? Well, we open our Kodesh for it. What else? During Shabbos, we open the Oh my God. Hashem should have Rahmanas on us. It's not, these are not things that should be said like this ever. The Rav forbade it, right? When I was in my mind, they didn't do it. No, you should not do it. Adon Olam, he says, Yedid Nefesh, Yedid Nefesh, the words of Yedid Nefesh, Meshoch Avdecha, El Ritzonecha, Meshoch Avdecha, El Ritzonecha. Yedid Nefesh, people focus on because it's the beginning of Dabi. The end of Dabi. Correct, but but even that. So let's just go, because he's saying to us, okay, now after you've set yourself up to be in a situation that you could do more than just asking God for requests, he says, try Adon Olam, try Yedid Nefesh. Look at the next line, the word here, second line in the second paragraph, Vetir Eh. Check and see. Check and see if your nefesh isn't going to lehit paretz betifarta, is going to burst out in its glory towards its creator and its king. Check to see. When we do Adonalam, that happens, I'm telling you. Like, I'm telling like, I... I'm, my eyes are closed. I'm feeling. Baruch Hashem, we had to change it on alam here. We had to. We had to. It was, it was making me depressed every Friday night. Every Friday night, it just like, didn't matter how high davening was. We get to don alam. I felt like all the high of Kabbalah Shabbat is just tanking. Efuadelit, like mamash. Efuadelit. So see, check and see, is your soul bursting out towards meeting its Creator? That it should, so to speak, come closer to you. Do you want, you know, when we're younger, we want our parents' attention. Like, what would we do for our parents' attention? Like, you know, I, I remember, like, I see it with my kids now. Like, when they sing me a song, or I'm at a school play, or something, or I went to my daughter's Zumba, uh, uh, you know, dance, like, a few weeks ago, Every second my daughter was dancing, 
Right? She was very focused on her talent that she picked up on. But every second, Ora looked, lifted up her eyes, the corner of her eye, and was saying, Abba, are you looking at me? Abba, are you looking at me? She wasn't asking me for anything. She didn't need anything from me other than, Abba, do you notice me? Abba, do you notice me? And um, in one of the times that she opened her eyes, I realized that I was checking my WhatsApp. It was, it was a brutal, brutal moment in my life. So the Rebbe is saying over here, did it ever happen that you find yourself singing, wondering, Hashem, do you, he- do you hear this? Do you notice this? Do you notice this? And the Rebbe says, mala tukad Fire from above, tukad. Will, will, what's the right word? Tukad bekir b'cha. It's like, we have the pasuk, Eish tamid tukad ala mizbeach lo tichbe. Tukad is like a, like a furnace. It'll be, huh? Yeah, how would you say it? I don't know the right word in English. In flame? It, 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 it's something like that, yeah. The, but this meaning, this holy fire, just like there's good fire on the Mizbeach when, the, when you go up, to, when you bring up to, uh, an offering to Hashem, he said, Eishel, Eishel Mala. Consumed? Moked is stationed, yeah. It'll be present in your midst. It'll be burning strong in your midst. Asher Rakshetev Shel Dmaot Yatzilucha Veyargiucha. You know the only thing that can calm you down at that moment, that you feel this? A river of tears. Only a river of tears can, can save you. Yatsilucha v'yargi'ucha and calm you down. As, only then, tavinet bakashat Moshe Rabbeinu. Only then you can understand Moshe Rabbeinu. It's beautiful. This is all lead up to Zayin Adar, which is Bezrat Hashem this coming week. Right? As Tavinit Bakashat Moshe Rabbeinu. Which Bakashat Moshe Rabbeinu? What do we know about Moshe Rabbeinu? When's the only time he asked for something which seems like it's about him, and even that wasn't really about him? The only time. He wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael. As Tavinit Bakashat Moshe Rabbeinu, Shehit Palel Samuch Leptirato, close to his death, what was he davening for? Liyot Keof Hashamayim. He asked Hashem to be a bird. Hashem said, you can't go into Eretz Yisrael. So what did he ask him? He said, I just want to be a bird. I just want to fly out and see the land. I just want to see it. But he's saying over here, why did he ask to be a bird? Not, to, not so that he could fulfill a need of seeing Eretz Yisrael. So it wasn't about his request. It wasn't even about his request. Mm-hmm. According to the Piyasetz, it's a Chiddush. Yeah. According to the Piyasetz, why did he ask to be a bird? L'saper velashir shirat Hashem. So that I could sing and speak the Shira of Hashem, before Hashem Hishtokek, that's what he was longing for. Even then, at that moment, where it could have been a very just and legitimate request, even that wasn't about him. Because to him, that is, that is what man is in this world for. To reach this place that the PSS Nagaba described over here, in this magical piece. Yes, Eileen? So there's this piece from Ishbeth, and I can't remember where it is where he talks about tefillah and he refers to like starting out um, in Kosovo, like a, a, a snotty rag, a dirty rag. And, and, and it was, it's a very what, What's the word in Hebrew? Do you remember? Heck, no. 
as I'm trying to remember. Mm-hmm. But it occurred to me that, that, that what it was saying was that you're, the, the piece, the coming from the place of request, which we have to come from, is the juice to get things started, because that's the part that's closest to all of us. Right. But if you don't get beyond it, and, and treat it like it's like, sort of like a rat, like this, you gotta let it, you gotta let it go. I'm, I'm talking like that, I know what I'm talking about right now. I'm using just these words. Yeah, we're gonna go there right now. Okay, now listen, Kevin. Listen. We're not in the forest right now, but what I want you all for a second is to take this, this piece that we just did right now and see if just like by opening your heart and by closing your eyes, if you're able for a second, just for a few seconds, say a few of the words of Adon Olam to yourself or Yedid Nefesh to yourself and check and see where, in what place, you can taste what it means to just, don't sing out loud because I don't want you to interrupt anyone else for a second, but to just check and see if there's a place in you that sees yourself like you're another, you're just one of the other people of the creations, one of the other creations in the room. If there's, if there's a request here, it's just to be like Ofa Shemayim. It's just to be like a bird. Because I want to be a creature that is not asking for anything, that doesn't need anything, but would find it absolutely wondrous and beautiful if I can sing to my Creator just for the sake of singing to my Creator.
So if you were able to, or even if you weren't able to, but the fact that you know that there's a new definition in terms of uh, you know being in the game and not being in the game. Like according to the PSS, never being in the game it starts from here. It starts from um, the incredible privilege of rising above a a person that's just asking all the time, a person that's just trying to fill needs all the time, uh, and tapping into a whole new level of, of, of existence and of experience in this world. And what's so, what's so beyond this world is that like with the Baal Shem Tov, the Baal Shem Tov's whole, whole new consciousness that he, that he brought down to the world is that Hashamayim shamayim Hashem, ve'aretz natan yivnei adam. Up until there, up until then, it meant the shamayim, like this kind of energy. Hashamayim shamayim Hashem. Ha'aretz down here, natan yivnei adam. You and I are about aretz, just this world and asking for things and being being close through asking through, through things. But the Kotzka, Breslov, a lot of the schools of thought from the Balshentov say that it's true. Hashamayim shamayim Hashem. But Hashem, but Hashem gave Haaretz Natan Livnei Adam Lasot Me'aaretz Shemaim. What did what did what did Hashem give us the Aretz for? To make it into Shemaim. Kimei Shemaim al Aretz, yeah. To make Shemaim al Aretz. So this is just one technique that the Rebbe is is offering to us and telling us that you know if you if you've never cried before. For something that didn't have to do with you, your pain. Did you ever cry before Hashem and it had nothing to do with your pain? Ever. Now this, we think, is such an impossible, impossible place. It's not. It's just a matter <clears throat> of a ratzon. It's a matter of commitment. It's a matter of being vulnerable enough to go to these places. And... Bitachon, that if the Rebbe is saying that this place is available, I have bitachon, that I can be part of this, this tish. And the Rebbe's words are for me too. Because the Rebbe didn't just write stuff to show us how cool he is and how far we are. That's not his Indian at all. At all, at all, at all. So I give us a bracha that when we, you know, tomorrow night in shul, we're going to say those words, right? At that moment, just stop and be like, "Okay, I'm just another one of the of the of the figures in the in the orchard, and we're all just singing to God, and it's not it's not about what I need or what I don't need. It's something else. It's it's out of the realm of requests. Take our take your time with Adon Olam, even if the tune is the same that we've been doing it here, even here, like we, 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 we might have to renew that tune again. I don't know. That's what it takes." I wish, I wish we could stop Anim's Miros, honestly. I wish we could stop it in Shul. But there'd be a whole revolt, like a whole tumult here. There'd be a whole, like, you know, they started a new minion the next Shabbos, right? I wish we could, because it's not, because obviously, you know, Nafshi Chamda B'Tzel Yadecha Ladas Kol Decha. My soul is Chomeid. My soul is, is begging to be in the, in the palm of your hand, the shade of your hand, so I could know the secrets of your secrets. 
I know, right? You want to stop, right? Stop. Just stop that, right? Tika shi, my favorite words in Anning's mirrors. Tika shiras rash be'inecha, kashir yushar al kol Did you ever stop to think about those words? They're so holy. Those kind of words can bring a person to this place. Do you want to learn those words for a second? Tikar. Shiras rash be'inecha, kashir yushar al kol Tikar. What does tikar mean? It should be yakar. What should be yakar? What should, what should be cherished? What should be precious? Tikar shiras rash. The shear of a rash. What's rash? Tikar shirat rash. Someone, the lowest. He sings, it should be yakar be'enecha. You're talking about yourself. Tikar shiras rash be'enecha. Like what? Kashir, yushar, like a song that's being sung on your korban, like the Levim, when they would sing during Akrabas Akrabanas. Can you see where we're going? You see, you see how absurd it is? It's... But before I was 19, I went to Hebrew school and stuff and learned all these songs and they were sung like you're singing. And I hated it. I mean, such a negative, I don't know, it's such a bracha so, so now you have I a was, chance. I was put... Now you have a chance to be and Yerushul, wherever you dive in, each of us have a chance to like, just pay attention to people like, did you notice those words? Did you notice those words we just said? You know? Like just, just, just to pay attention, notice. notice. Oh, do you notice those words? Do you notice those words? Anyway, there's plenty of, we have plenty of things in our, in our, in our what we were already saying that can easily lead us to a place where we can find ourselves crying before Hashem just about how exalted God is and not about what I need or what I don't need or what I have or what I don't have. So there's a lot of, like we say, there's a lot to think about with these words. And uh, listen, I, the truth is, I, I want to rephrase, I don't want to mevatel anim's miros. You understand? Alavai, we could sing anim's miros. It's amazing how this became the thing that, what do you give to? To kids, it's unbelievable. Anim's miros is the... Is the we'll make it to us, it's possible, right? It just means like when, when something's given to a child in shul, well, the, what, what is it alluding to? It should allude to the highest thing in the world. It it's not. It, it means like, this is not a chiv. It's not such an important thing. Givat. It's not a chiv. You know why? Because Hashem can't of you to speak about the longing to want to know what his secrets are. It's true. God can't make you obligated to do such a thing. It's true. So what are you going to do? What are you going to leave it to? It's too awesome for you. You think in Chabad they say, Anings Miras? Pitom. Absolutely. Absolutely. People don't know about Nick. They just don't know at all. They will soon. They will soon. All right, brothers. Yom Tov, good Shabbos.
Revy, at the end of uh, Swarty Minion's party, I tend to slow you down.